Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. It's 1234 in Edmonton. like to again thank Jamie Cartmel, Sean uh, May, Tim Shipton, the group uh, with the Oilers communications department for uh, lining us up with Oilers general manager Ken Holland on what was a busy day. We'll get to a lot of the things that came out of this interview, including the severity of injuries that uh, Philip Roberg was dealing with during the World Juniors. We could tell he wasn't right. Uh, Oilers now again brought to you by our title sponsor Digitex. Uh, momentarily, we'll go to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline with Mark Spector. River Cree, when the province gets back up and at him, River Cree Resort will get backing up. And Adam, you can uh, text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors currently renovating. Come see what's on sale now at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or at AshleyFineFloors.com. I'm on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, Brendan at Brendan Escott. Our top story today brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Pay no overtime rates on their 24-7 service and repairs. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. We had Ken Holland on the show, and he says the Oilers uh, obviously losing Anton Forsberg came as a little bit of a surprise. Donnie Waddell reached out to Ken. Don used to work for Ken Holland about uh, two hours before the claims took place and said, hey, we're putting a claim in on your guy. Uh, Ken Holland saying the Oilers will still look for another goaltender now uh, for Bakersfield, which doesn't get started for at least another three weeks. We bring aboard. Sportsnet spec Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta, the 7,000 men and women in Alberta's horse racing and breeding industry. Spec, we'll get to the minutia of Forsberg and the defense and the, um, you know, the news on Broberg, but I actually want to start with something you texted me last night, uh, cause you, you don't watch as much college football, but you text me during the game and maybe you can share to the listeners, uh, what you said about Devontae Smith. Yeah, what an athlete that guy is! Holy, like he's, you know, he's not that big, right? He's not a, he's not doesn't, you know, he's not a huge stud. He's not like uh, like LeBron or someone where you look at the physical specimen and go, holy man, what a what a human being! He's just a, you know, he's in great shape and he's fast and all that. But what an athlete! Like he's just he could just. 
I was really impressed. He could run, he could twist, he can catch, he could man, he can do it all. That guy's going to be a, a good receiver for a long time, I would think. Yeah, he's he's Marvin Harrison. But we bring this up because Alabama yeah, won their, they won their sixth championship in twelve years last night, which is remarkable. Yes, they get a lot of the best players, but they have a culture. And the term last night that was used is their players are wired differently. LSU beat Alabama by five points a year ago, won the national championship last year. A lot of people thought that was the greatest college football team ever. A bunch of their key guys did not commit to playing this year. They opted out. None of Alabama's guys that didn't go into the draft in the 2020 draft, none of Alabama's key guys opted out. Their players were committed. You saw Jalen Waddell, a player, come back from a broken ankle. I mean, he had all pro players in the NFL saying, I can't believe you're playing in this game, jeopardizing your draft position. It's going to cost you money. But when you're with that program, there's an expectation, a culture of winning. You and me grew up around that spec with the goal. Golden Bears. The program was greater than the sum of the individual parts. And when you have elite teams in sport, that's what defines winning. Is you're part of like even even look you and me are uh, uh, guys from the '80s in Edmonton spec. We watched the Eskimos '78 to '82, the Oilers no. throughout the 1980s. As great of players as they had, the team was always bigger than the individual players. And the term last night, Alabama's program, their players are wired differently. And I'm telling you right now, you want to win. It gets even further illustrated in a COVID world in terms of commitment off the off the uh, field, how disciplined you are, all that kind of stuff. Agree or disagree with that perspective, Mark Spector? Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, I would say that you know, there's no doubt Bama's got something going on there, and it's a whole different conversation. This thing about guys leaving their teams. Uh, because they're going in the draft, you know, they use the college system until they don't need it anymore, and then they kind of drop out right before the big game. Uh, I guess it's a two-way street on that front. But I would also say to you, Bob, that if one team is winning the national championship six out of 12 years, there might be a, a, a bigger issue at play here. You know, I would. I think we all grew up at a time when there was any number of teams that could win the, you know, that could be. They never had the BCS back then, but the, you know, that could be the champion college team. And I think now it's, you know, is it a bit of an issue that Bama is just that much better than everyone else every year? This isn't a three or four year run here. This is six out of twelve, man. It, it, what about competitive balance? Where are we on that front? Uh, and my response to that be, you know, and again, they had the number one recruiting class again this year. They got seven five-star recruits. Uh, Devontae Smith, by the way, was not a five-star recruit as a wide receiver. He, they, they made him one. And that's the other part, part of it. Like Peter Zosky spec wrote, you know, I, I think any team can win in a given year. I think Alabama and Clemson and Ohio State are going to be their most years in college football because they get the best players. But here's where I'll go with this. When you have a really good program and a really good organization, other players become better. And here's where I'm going to circle back to the opportunity that's in front of the current edition of the Edmonton Oilers. We grew up watching Wayne Gretzky. We read Peter Zosky's book. He talked about osmosis. You and me were talking about this on Total Sports 15 years ago, Mark. We were talking about better players make other guys better. So the Edmonton Oilers have Connor McDavid and Leon Dr- I think Connor McDavid has already made Leon Dreisettle a better player than people thought. I don't think people thought Dreisettle would be a top five player in the world when he went number three in the draft in 2014. Okay? But I think okay. being around Connor has made Leon better. Well, guess what? Now they have an opportunity with Yamamoto and Poliarvi 
to get to levels. If those guys buy in and put in the work ethic and the work rate that Leon Dreisaitl has done, they might get Pugliarvi back to where people thought he could be. It might not happen this year or even next year, but by 25, he's 22 right now. Maybe he does. And that's kind of where I'm going with this, is when you have the right culture and the right environment on a team, Mark, you make every, you know, your best guys can will and make other guys better because they can see. You know what I'm saying? You'd love to see that in Edmonton because it's been the opposite of that here for a long time. You know, they've tried to import leadership, right? They've they've tried to bring in guys that were had success in other places but had never had it here. And generally those guys were long a tooth and couldn't do it anymore. Uh, what makes a winning organization is to have a, the culture that is grown here in Edmonton. And we're seeing this young, you know, we're seeing the leadership group here now with McDavid and Nugent Hopkins and Dreisaitl and Nurse. Uh, these guys have played all their hockey here in Edmonton, and they are starting to get to a point now where I think probably uh, maybe Pugliarvi didn't work a couple years ago. I mean, he was young and all that, but I want to say that maybe the time is right. Maybe this is maybe it, it will take not just a coaching staff and a GM, but the rest of the roster. You know, and maybe they finally got a spot here where where Pugliarvi's walking into a roster that's able to bring him along and that's able to help him grow it. Uh, let's watch it happen. It would sure be good. It would sure be a step forward. Speck, I know I know you're busy and tied up, but one of the things that we're getting feedback on the Ashley Fine Floors line is how honest Ken Holland was. Like he said, he was surprised Forsberg got claimed, even though Waddell reached out to him uh, today. He was surprised that that Forsberg got. He says the Oilers will be looking for another goaltender. He, you know, he gave us a total injury update on on Broberg as well. Um, not every manager is that direct. You know what I'm saying, Mark? Oh, listen, having spoken with many managers over a long you know, career here, uh, Ken Holland is, is a, just a breath of fresh air. He lets you in. You know, he really lets you in on what's going on. It's funny, like he said, uh, you know, Don Waddell phoned me and said, you know, a lot of people wouldn't realize that when one GM picks up another guy's uh, player, they don't just let him find out when the waiver wire comes in. They usually phone each other and go, hey, I'm thinking I'm going to get your guy here. Um, you know, little things like that, right? Ken Holland lets you in, lets the fans, the reporters in, and then he lets the fans in. And uh, it's nice to have a GM like that, that kind of, you know, you kind of feel like you get a, a feel of how the process works a little bit more, don't you? Well, it's pretty obvious they think Forsberg's better than Nijelkovic as well, who they had in their organization the last several years. And Forsberg has had more starts. Is that a loss for Edmonton, losing Anton Forsberg on waivers? Yeah, because he's the best third goalie they had, you know. If Mike Smith and, and Miko Koskinen stay healthy the whole year, it won't matter. But they're not going to go to war here for the whole season with Stuart Skinner as a number three. So they need to now – it was kind of funny, like, you know, the waiver wire got really busy about three days ago. And Edmonton kind of waited a couple of days before they put all their guys on. If you put your guys on at the start – Sometimes they're a little more available to get picked up, you know, if you if you jump in early. Uh, but the other side of that is, Bob, if you would have lost Anton Forsberg three days ago on waivers, now you would have been able to, you know, watch that waiver wire for the next three days. I know Michael Hutchison just went the other day. Uh, there's been some goalies that have gone by that the Oilers wouldn't mind having now that they've lost Forsberg. So, uh, they got to find a goalie. I mean, it's, they need a guy that's better than Skinner for their taxi squad. There's no question. And where do you think that guy's going to come from now? you well, got to trade for him. Do you think when Waddell calls, he says, look, we're putting Djokovic on waivers. They basically split time and had the save, save percentage last 
here in the minors, and Nedeljkovic had 51 and 49 start seasons in the AHL before Forsberg and Nedeljkovic split time last season. Do you think what else sitting there saying, hey, you can claim this guy back? I don't know. Yeah, he may he may tip to uh, Holland that he's going to put him on there, sure, but that doesn't necessarily mean Edmonton gets him. Uh, you know, they're not first in line for sure. But and I don't listen. I don't know Djokovic one bit. If he's a obviously he's not as good as Forberg, Forsberg in Don Waddell's eyes. So it's either way, it sounds like a downgrade for Edmonton. Uh, it's interesting. The Carolina Hurricanes, along with New Jersey, would be two of the teams that have really invested heavily in analytics. Uh, I somehow think that played a factor in the decision that occurred today. Here's what we're going to do. When we come back, we're going to take a quick timeout. Uh, we're going to hit on, uh, on, on some 30,000 feet stuff and then get into a little bit of a, a slightly some surprising, maybe it wasn't that much surprising if you saw him play, but we'll hit on Ken Holland's comments about Philip Roberg as well. So when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sportsnet Spec, Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Bob Stoffer with you, along with Brendan Escott on Oilers Now. It's 1245. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. 1246 in Edmonton. Let's get right back to it. Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. All right, Spec, uh, Jujar Kara, not claimed on waivers. It's my belief that he was, if he was placed on waivers uh, a year ago, he would have been claimed. But are you surprised he didn't get picked up? Not really, no. Especially now where there's just so many players that are obviously going through waivers. You know, he's an NHL player, but he's a fourth-line player. And if you watch the waiver wire last three days, Bob, it's just been packed with those guys. Everybody has a Jujar Kara of their own. Uh, at this point, if you tried to run Jujar Kara through, you know, two months from now, and he was playing and playing okay, might be. I would think it'd be a different story. I expect him to start as the fourth line center tomorrow against Vancouver. What about you? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Uh, the only wild card for me is Devin Shore. You know, I don't know. I'm not sure what Tippett's thinking about Devin Shore. How much he likes him and. If I was if I was Devin Shore's agent, I would accept the two way deal ASAP to try to get something done, yeah. and understand that you're only going to make if you're on the Oilers uh, taxi squad. Edmonton's got a lot of bodies at forward now. Spec. I mean, they still have Nygaard. They still have Patrick Russell. Uh, don't forget, at some point, Neil and Haas have to come off as well. Not all those guys could be on your taxi squad. So that that's the put it this way: if Kara got claimed, it was a slam dunk. Shore was getting signed. I should have asked Ken Holland that. I'm not sure what's going to happen here with uh, Devin Shore. Now, I thought he I thought he had a pretty good chance to get signed before. If I was the agent, I'd try to be creative to make it work like a low AHL deal to keep the numbers ones down, so he's at least got a contract. You know what I'm. Well, I wonder if they were thinking that uh, if Kara got picked up, if they were ready to sign Shore right away. Sure, they were. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah sure. Now the question is, do they sign him at all? I would think. I still think that they will find a way to. Mark, uh, one of the things that came out today, uh, you watched Philip Broberg play during the World uh, Juniors. You and me were there for several of the games. He clearly didn't look right. Now we know what it is: a tear above the knee 
and then a partially separated shoulder. That's what he was playing with. Yeah. The tear above the knee happened before the round robin, and then he got drilled. He got popped against the Americans. You remember that that hit that he took? Yeah. So he fought through it. He gutted through it uh, and played with two injuries. Uh, Ken Holland confirming that today. Your thoughts? Well, it's you know, uh, by the time Sweden knocked, uh, knocked out of that tournament, I was happy to see him go because he'd proven that he's very more than willing to play in pain and play for his team and, and fight through injury. He had nothing more to prove. Like, you could tell right from the start of the tournament he wasn't right. And he played a ton of minutes. That coach, I'm surprised how hard he leaned on Broberg. Uh, but he was a very good captain, and he did everything you could ask your captain. But... Uh, you know, there was only so much player there. Like, he wasn't close to the player that we saw at training camp, Bob, back in July, right? He wasn't that player in the World Junior, and it's because now we find out he had two separate injuries. So uh, we learned some stuff about Broberg, like some of the intangibles, and I, I think I, you know, as an old-style guy, I like that. I like a guy that'll play hurt and a guy that doesn't just cash his chips in because he's got an injury. But I don't think we needed to see him play any more games. Uh, he was spent by the time the Swedes got knocked out of that thing. When Mark talks about the fact that we saw better uh in back in late July, I'll never forget the look on the coach's face as there was the first goal he scored on an end-to-end rush. He beat McDavid and Nugent Hopkins. He split them in the neutralized area. He walked Chris Russell, and then uh, Koskinen tried to poke check him, and he beat him on the poke check and swept the puck around him. And I looked over at the Oilers coaches, and one of them said to the other one, did you just blank and see that? And, yeah, right. Uh, then... He beat McDavid backdoor on a two-on-two tap-in with James Neal later in the game. And I started to think to myself, wow, this guy might have a chance here. We never we never saw the kid get to that level for Sweden. It was too bad. But it, it is a little bit reassuring to know. The severe, and some people say, why is he playing, Mark? Why is he playing? You can't tell guys like that not to play, right? Well, not really. I mean, it's part of the game. It's That's, that's what sports is about. You know, guys play hurt, and there's a lot more guys playing hurt than we know about on any given night. So I won't, you know, I think as as kids at World Juniors, they're U20 here, it's a 19-year-old player. Uh, I think sometimes it might be fair to question uh, an organization or a coach to say, hey, why are you, you know, don't cause any long-term injury in this guy. But they obviously felt that they weren't going to. But I won't. Uh, I, I like the fact that you got a player there. Sounds like uh, we got a drop from Spec. Is that correct? Uh, we'll get Brendan Escott back on that. We got. Did he get knocked off the air? Or is that me that got knocked off the air? No, we're uh, we're still live. I'm not sure what's going on with Spec. We'll try and work right. that out. All right. See if you can get Spec uh, back on the line here. It is uh, 12:52 at Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you again. Stoffer Inspector Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. The 7,000 men that are employed in the horse racing industry. Jujar uh, Kara back in the middle again today between Tyler Ennis and Alex Chason. The Oilers' top three lines at practice remaining the same. McDavid with RNH and Cassian Drysaddle with Cahoon and Yamamoto. Turris with Josh Archibald on the left side and yes, a Pugliarvi. I kind of like the looks of that line. Archibald would be the digger. Uh, Turris, a smart player, right shot. And Pugliarvi, a guy, I, you know what? We'll see the progression. That's going to be the key for him. 
uh, on defense, Nurse with Bear, Jones with Barry. Today it was Cuckoo, sorry, Jones with uh, Larson, Cuckoo with Barry. I somehow think Chris Russell will draw in there. I think Koskinen gets a start to start the season. We bring Mark Spector back in. All right, Spector, let's go uh, taking a look at training camp through a week. Does Connor McDavid look different right now than he did last year when we started in September? Uh, oh, I see when he's coming off the knee injury. Yes. Yeah, well, let's put it this way. I don't know if he looks different, but I'm looking at him different. You know, we were studying him when we were back in September, right? Every time he skated up the ice, we were all looking at him to see if there was any, you know, any residual effects from from that knee injury. Now, he's just another, like, Connor McDavid's never going to be just another player, but you know what I mean. He's healthy, he's strong, he's fit, he's had a whole summer of training. Uh, I've heard guys say that he looks even faster. I don't know how you can tell, Uh, but this is... You know, this is going to be a cool year for Connor McDavid. This is a guy now that is dead in his prime, right? He is right in his prime as an athlete, as a hockey player. He's a veteran now in the league. He's been around for a while. He's healthy. He's trained properly this summer. Uh, he's got a bit of a chip in his shoulder by the way last season ended. So I don't, I'm not sure that we'll have ever seen a better Connor McDavid than I'm planning on watching this year. Bob, what do you think? I hope you're right because I think that's going to have a real positive result. Mark, I'm going to blast in a, a couple texts here because uh, then you and me are going to talk about, you know, this is our final uh, show together before the start of the regular season. We'll talk a bit about the Canadian division. Jason says, Bob and Mark, is this the deepest right side of the defense uh, that the Oilers have had uh, ever been given the right-handed shots? Again, uh, Ethan Bear. Adam Larson, who looks like he's got some more jump, Tyson Berry, and Evan Bouchard on the right side. Spec, is this the deepest uh, the right side of the defense has looked for you in a long time? Oh, no question. Evan Bouchard is a fourth guy, you know, and he looks like, you know, let's see what happens, but he looks like he might be ready to make the jump to the National Hockey League here. So, no doubt. I mean, I can recall a time when they were so weak on the right side. They were playing lefties over there every night. Uh, and that's a good, that's a sign of depth in your team, Bob. You know, yeah. and, you know, coaches like lefty righty pairs, like, I don't care. Coaches, sometimes they'll play a lefty on the right side and they'll say, oh, we're good with that. We like it. They're fibbing to you, man. Coaches want lefties on the left side and righties on the right side. And they finally got a team here where they could play a full 56 game season and not have to have Chris Russell playing the wrong side every second night because it's hard to do and you're not as good a player on that side. So there's no doubt, man. Evan Bouchard's your worst guy. And he looks like he's ready to take a step here. That's a good sign for the Oilers. I'm not convinced, Chris. Like, I know today Cuckoo's had most of the shifts over at Rogers Place spec, uh, you know, along with Tyson Berry. It would not surprise me, however, Russell. I mean, Russell played pretty well in the playoffs. He's an experienced guy. He's a veteran. He might get the first game here. That would be my bet, uh, my guess. But I don't know if Chris Russell gets more than 35 games this season. I'm serious, unless there's injuries. Well, listen, first of all, there will be injuries. But, um, hey, there's no loyalty in pro sports, man. You know, like you like Chris Russell for the service he's given you and all of those things. But if, there's a, if Slater Cuckoo comes along and he's better, he plays. That's all there is to it. You know, it's pro sports here. It's not community league hockey. 
Yes. Uh, Gio says, Bob, uh, would Forsberg have to stay on Carolina's main roster uh, if he was sent to their uh, taxi squad? Could the owners reclaim him? No. Says Gio. Well, you're 100% right, Gio. Uh, if Forsberg's going to have to remain on their roster or Edmonton would just be able to claim Forsberg back. So my guess here is they didn't claim him unless they've uh, – there's only one of two options, uh, Mark. The, the options are they keep uh, Forsberg on their active roster because if he goes to their taxi squad, Edmonton will just reclaim him back. The other thing they could do is they could flip-flop their other two goaltenders, Morazic and Reimer. They're both in the $3.5 million range. Pro- and they could alternate those guys on and off the taxi squad. But I'm going to tell you right now, based on what happened with New Jersey, and New Jersey claimed Eric Comrie today, it would not surprise me if New Jersey would claim one of those Carolina goaltenders, given that Corey Crawford elected not to play. Oh, by the way, there were fans in Edmonton upset the Oilers didn't sign Corey Crawford, and he elected to shut it down. So I'm going to be really – my guess is Carolina plans on keeping Forsberg on their active, knowing well, fully well that Edmonton would claim him back. It's going to have to be tricky. It's going to be tricky. Now let me ask you a question. When you're talking about a guy going on the taxi squad, he has to clear waivers to get there, right? Go again? Sorry, I was just getting some information here. Go Does again. a guy not have to clear waivers to go to a taxi yes. squad? If he yeah. is on, if he is on, unless he is on his entry level contract, he yeah. has to. He has to go on. So as an example, if he's waiver eligible, if he's waiver eligible, and you put him in the taxi squad, so the point would be you. They would have to keep Forsberg on their twenty-three man roster yes. the whole season, uh, and then flip flop Reimer and Morazic all the time. Reimer at three point four million. I don't know who's picking him up. You know, he's a decent goalie, but that's too much money. And I'll say maybe New Jersey. All right, just a quick <laughs> shout out here. Uh, just a quick shout out here from uh, Stephen from BC. He says, "Great segment today with Ken Holland. I'm so pumped for tomorrow. It's ridiculous. Great job keeping Oilers now going for 15 months. I'm celebrating by purchasing a new TV uh, for my wife's birthday." <laughs> Stephen, that is what—that's what marriage is all about, right? <laughs> Sorry, honey, there's no trips this year. Nobody's going anywhere unless you're a member of a government or something. So here's what we're gonna get: we're gonna get a new TV. More with Mark. Go ahead, Scott. his wife a TV for ber- for the birthday. I love it. I wonder if he includes the NHL center ice package in that gift. I'll tell <laughs> you that life. that is what being a top notch husband is all about, and that is how you end up in Chateau Bowwow, my friend. Uh, all right, awesome. uh, more with Mark Spector coming off. We'll head off to a, a global news weather traffic update with the dulcet tones of Eileen Bell. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six thirty. Chad.